Thank you for tuning in to Modern Day Vet. This is my first episode. Just wanted to introduce myself and kind of talk about what my goals are and the plans for the podcast. Um, my name is Marie. I am obviously a veteran behind the name of Modern Day Vet. Um, I served in the Navy for 10 years. I got out and now I'm living back home with my mom at 31 years old of age. But I don't really have like a happy story or a little patriotic of why I joined the military. I was getting out of high school. I was a very rebellious high school kid because I moved from the city to upstate New York. And my time came up of senior year and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Didn't really want to go to college. Wasn't sure of anything. So I was just like, hey, you know what? I'm going to join the military. And my dad was like, no, you're not. Like, where are you getting this stuff from? Like, stop. So I signed my contract and I shipped out to Chicago to do boot camp. Didn't know what I was getting myself into. Um, from Chicago, I went to San Diego, which was my first duty station. I did San Diego for a few years. From San Diego, I wanted to do PMT school, which is preventive medicine, but I wasn't approved for it for whatever reason. And they gave me the option to pick wherever I wanted to go. And I was like, I could go wherever I want. And I was like, I heard Bahrain was really cool. So why not try out Bahrain? So they gave me orders to Bahrain, which is in the Middle East. I did Bahrain for a year and I extended. And I ended up doing two and a half years in Bahrain. From there, I um, went to x-ray school. And by then it was kind of hitting me of, uh, I don't think I'm going to do 20 years. I really don't. It's the ugly parts of the military are starting to come out. And I don't really know if I want to get out and have a ugly memory of the military because the first five years was amazing. I had a great time the first five years and then started kind of going downhill after that. So I went to x-ray school. By then, I was already mentally out of the military. I was homesick. I was dating someone that I saw myself with for the rest of my life. And they were not in the military. They were actually back in New York. And I just wanted to be out. I wanted to live in New York. However, I had an obligation and I had a responsibility to uphold. And I still had to do an extra five years. So I finished x-ray school. I was trying to get as close as possible to New York. I um, couldn't get Virginia. I couldn't get, they didn't have it available. I'll put it that way. They didn't have it available. So I ended up getting stationed in Great Lakes. <laughs> Great mistakes. Um, it was horrendous. Everyone gets seasonal depression there to include myself. It Summers don't exist. And if you're from Chicago, I'm sorry, but it's a shitty ass state. Uh, it's, it just sucks. The weather sucks. It's a beautiful state when it's sunny for the fucking week out of the whole year. But besides that, it's cold as fuck and it's depressing as fuck and everybody else is depressed there. But anyway, um, I already wasn't happy there. I didn't want to be in the military at that time. I think I was at like year seven 
And I was like, shit, I got three fucking years left. I just got to make it through and then I'll, I'll make it back home. Make it back home. We can move. I'll be with my mom and dad again. Lo and behold, probably like I had maybe a year left in the military and my dad passed away of a heart attack. And I remember the phone call. My mom calls me on a Sunday. I'm actually doing um, eBay stuff because I got into the guy I was dating at the time was killed in a motorcycle accident. So I was already a shit show and I was trying to keep busy between my night shift doing x-ray in Chicago. So I started thrifting and it really took my mind off of everything. I was thrifting. I was selling on eBay, selling on Macari, Poshmark. And later on in the episodes, we'll talk about um, how you could build side hustles in the military to have extra income where you don't really need to ask your chain of command for permission because it takes away so much time from your job. But um, yeah, I got the phone call. My mom, it was actually from a different number because my mom didn't have service at work. And she called me from her coworker's number and I actually wasn't going to pick up the phone. But I picked up. She um, told me that my dad had passed away. She said his first name. She didn't say your father. She said his first name. And I don't know. Like, I was in shock. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I was like, do you know a different Raulito that I know? Because the only Raulito I know is my dad. And I was just talking to him yesterday. And um, she was like, no, your father passed away from a heart attack. So from there, it was just a shit show and downhill. I, I didn't know what to do. All I knew is that I called one of my best friends. She came immediately and she made sure I was okay. And um, she was a really good friend. She made sure I was okay. And that was the start of like kind of my mental health journey in the military of you hear people always talking about having annual trainings on suicide awareness and mental health awareness. And it doesn't really hit you until it hits you personally. Until then, you're doing trainings. That's all you're doing. So that last year was rough. It was very rough in the military and... When I got out the military, I resented the military for probably like a year or two. I'm on my third year, third to fourth year of getting out of the military as a civilian. And the first two years, I didn't even really tell people I was a veteran. (laughs) Like me and my friends would joke around and they're like, what are you going to tell people? And I was like, I was just studying abroad. Like they don't need to know where I was at. Um. I resented the military so bad because I felt like they took away my father from me and they didn't allow me to grieve. The military gives you a time limit on everything. Um, I had foot surgery. You have a time on that. Um, Yes, on paper, you should be healing for, I don't know, probably like two months. But in the military, you're healing in like two to three fucking weeks and you better just figure it out. So the first two years come out. Um, you lose yourself in so much. The military gives you so much structure, as much as I hated it the last few years. You're on this schedule, you're on this structure, and you get so used to the structure that when you become a civilian, 
it's a culture shock. You become the civilian and you're like, I could handle this. I've traveled the world. I've been in the worst time of my life. What the fuck is civilian life? Like, it's be, it's going to be fine. You get into civilian life and it's like a bomb just hit of like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, I don't have an alarm clock anymore. I don't have people telling me what to do. Um, I don't feel like I have a sense of family, even though I'm back home with my family. I don't have a sense of belonging and I don't feel like I have a sense of purpose, even though the last few years I hated being in the military. But um, short story, long story short, short story long, <laughs> long story short, the purpose of this podcast is hopefully to bring a voice to the veterans that are getting out, are thinking about getting out and are really just contemplating like, hey, I, I don't think I want to do 20 years. I don't think 20 years is for me. And you don't have that support system of what the fuck is going on? Like, what am I supposed to do? Do I go to school? Do I save money? Am I going to have health benefits? Where am I going to live? Do like what even happens when you become a civilian? So that's the purpose of this podcast. Uh, one thing is that they don't give a fuck about you once you become a civilian. You kind of need to learn shit on your own. And that's what I would like to do with this podcast of just like, hey, these benefits are allotted to you. If you get even if you don't have um, disability, let's say you're zero percent connected, service connected, um, you will always qualify for mental health care. Always. It does not matter where you're at. As long as there is a VA around you, you will always qualify for mental health care. Um, you could have just gone out. It will be free. They're not going to charge you nothing. I would like to talk about educational benefits, housing benefits. Um, what else I got? Ways to make extra money when you go to school. If you go to school, yes, you get a stipend for BAH. What other benefits you could qualify for if you do any sporting programs? Uh, there's homeless programs. There's sexual trauma awareness programs. And every month they typically have something um, where they have career fairs and they also have like resume writing fairs and just a lot of different things. And I would like to just bring voice to all those benefits that you qualify for as a civilian, as a veteran that you deserve because you serve the country. So it was day one. I got out the military and I was like, yeah, following the social media trend, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to work for myself. And I don't want to work for anybody else because I worked for somebody else for 10 fucking years and I'm tired of being told what to do. Newsflash, that shit is fucking hard as hell. And I'm still borderline entrepreneur, but I have a part time job on the side. Um, entrepreneurship is rough. It is rough. It whoops your ass. You got to chase the money and it gives you this crazy level of anxiety of like, where the fuck is my next paycheck going to come from? And I did it for a little bit and I, my mom supported me actually for a year. I was like, could you support me for a year um, while I chase my American dream of working for myself, which was a fucking shit show. But um, I was making money. It just wasn't consistent. So I was doing Uber, which I still do half of the shit. I was doing Uber, uh, DoorDash, Instacart. Um, selling on eBay. I still sell on eBay a lot. Um, but you got to keep other things 
in mind. You got to keep 30% for taxes once tax season comes around. I was doing, I'm still doing notary, um, doing notary, dog sitting, dog walking. Like my schedule was a fucking shit show. And I missed the, as much as I hated the fucking military, I missed the routine. Like I really needed a routine. I needed to wake up at a certain time and then do my side hustles on the side. So that's what I've been doing now, which is I have a part-time job and then I do probably like a million other side hustles and I just rotate between them of how I'm feeling for the time. So I do wedding officiant in the spring and the summer. If I'm getting tired of that, I'll move around and I'll do notary stuff, apostille stuff. So like I said, we'll talk about that later in other episodes of how to bring more income to yourself if you wanna save money when you get out the military. Truth be told, you can get out the military with a million dollars. Nothing's gonna hit you as hard as that culture shock of like, I don't feel a sense of purpose anymore. Like, I don't feel like, like, what am I supposed to do? I don't feel like I belong anywhere. Nobody kind of understands where I'm coming from. I came back to New York. New York isn't the most military friendly state. I might've had a different experience if I would have went to Texas or maybe Virginia. So this is just from a New York standpoint and also not having really a military background in my family. I was pretty much always the black sheep, always going against the curve and I still fucking am. And it just is what it is. That's just who I am. I continue to be the black sheep. My mom got over it. She stopped praying. That's just who I am. But yeah, it's it's hard and it's still a process. And I just want to bring awareness to really taking care of yourself while you're in the military. So when you get out, the transition might be a little easier. It might be a little better. Um, it might not. It might hit you hard, especially if you did a lot more years than I did. Like I said, I only did 10. Some people do 20 and that's fresh out of high school. And they pretty much have their whole adult life in the military. And when they get out, it's a complete shit show. And I would like to reduce that because there's no, there's no need to have a homeless veteran or our suicide rates as high as they are. It just, there's no need for it. And I myself have been suicidal. I'll say it. And I did get mental health care. And I will say that the friends that really did help me, I really, really appreciate that while I was in, because I was at my lowest point, my absolute lowest point in shitty ass Chicago with that shitty ass weather, but everything happens for a reason. And I'm not one to say, you manifest everything into your life because that's the new trend. Don't come for me. That's just the trend right now. Um, but God really does put certain people in your life for a reason. And some of those people I didn't even fucking like, but they were still there for me when I needed them. And they saw that I was at my lowest. And I do miss that from a military standpoint of having that sense of family. You get that sense of family and you guys really do come together at the shittiest moments. The shittiest times is when we are the tightest. We just bond so much through shitty moments and I don't want us to lose our bond once we become veterans because we're civilians and we're living our own life. We can still build a community that we really still take care of each other and bring information out. Like no information should be a secret 
or you shouldn't have to work really hard to figure out how the fuck to get your benefits. Like, it's just not it's not fair. And the VA does a good they have a good website. It's not the most user friendly. Um, and you really just need to search for the information. And I would like to make it easier, but just understand that everybody's goals and vision is different. So you have to be able to sit down and really search within yourself of what you want out of yourself and be realistic as well with whatever is going on financially and how the world is working right now. Everything's expensive. Um, so take advantage of your benefits. They're there for you to make life easier. And hopefully I could help with that. All right, guys. Well, I'm heading out. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I really hope you follow me on my journey during this time. Uh, make sure you follow Modern Day Vet. I'm going to have the links below to follow for the podcast, the YouTube channel. Who knows? Maybe I'll bring out some merch or a planner to help you guys out with everything. Um, follow the fucking podcast. That's the only way I can help you guys. Like, don't message me talking about... uh. Can you? No, I have a full time fucking job. So follow the podcast. But you guys have a great day.